0: Hi everyone, my name is Izzy and I'm 24 years old living in Melbourne. I've just finished my first year in studying the Bachelor of Counselling and Psychology. So whatever I'm going to be talking about is just purely based on my own opinions and thoughts. I do not have a degree in this. It's just going to be for fun. My main subjects will be around sex, sexuality and beauty perceptions and relationships and anything else that has to do with those topics today I'm going to kick it off with talking about masturbation because I think it is the ultimate conversation to have so yeah if you don't like it don't listen the first time I remember masturbating was probably in grade three which was very young from what I gather from talking to people and I woke up in the middle of the night with my fingers just playing around around my vagina And I had no idea what I was doing. And I I remember going up to my mom and I was just crying, just absolutely confused of what was going on. And I remember my mom saying to me, she's a very spiritual person and a very open-minded person. But she just said to me, you know, don't worry about it. Just go to your happy place. Just feel comfortable. It's fine. But I guess being that young, she couldn't really explain it completely to me. Um, maybe she didn't know how to either because it was just you know sprung on her in that moment. But yeah, I ended up just not talking about it again to anyone else. I felt quite ashamed and embarrassed of what I was doing, and I was still confused of what I was doing. So yeah, I think the next thing that I really remember to do with like like sexual things was I had this um, big life size toy. It was a teddy bear. And it had a hard nose on it. And I remember my sisters off playing somewhere, and I had the big teddy bear. And I I don't know what reason why I was sexually aroused at that time. I got the teddy bear and was rubbing its hard nose on my vagina. I don't know really how I thought of that. I think the only thing that I can really think of is maybe walking in on my parents when I was younger, and it looked like my. Dad's head was down in between my mom's legs. I assume she's obviously was getting licked out. But I don't actually know, and I don't know the timeline of that, but I think that that could be a huge reason, you know. You see what all the people are doing, you just want to copy it in your own way. Uh, but after that, I felt like I had done something so horrible to this teddy bear that I remember it was sitting in my room, and I just couldn't even... I thought it was staring at me and just was like, how could you? Like I'd done something wrong to it. You know, like it it didn't give me consent or something. I don't know. So I felt so guilty about it that I ended up putting it in the shed and locking it away forever because I was just completely embarrassed and ashamed of what I've done. Uh, I think our other toys I I did it with as well, there was Ken doll that copped it a few times and I remember my sisters and I playing with it and I just was looking at Ken going, you know what I've done. And like, we were just looking at each other, Maybe, maybe Barbie knew as well, but we were just looking at each other and I just felt like, oh God, why am I such a freak? Why am I doing these weird things? You know, I didn't hear my sisters talk about doing things like that. So I I just thought it was me. I was just the only person in the world that was just this sexually frustrated child. I don't think a lot of people at that age, you know, probably had started that early. But I do think masturbation is such an interesting topic because I think a lot of women feel uncomfortable talking about it. And I'm not just talking about when I was that young, but I think as time when you get older, it It just seemed like a very uncomfortable subject to have. But when I was still probably, I think it was maybe in grade five, grade four, around there, my mum was like, you two, me and my um, sister need to read this puberty book. And it was about like periods and, you know, like your, your menstrual cycle, how to get pregnant and all those things. So at the end of the book, she said, girls go into your room and go look in the mirror and see what's down there. So I went into my room. I had this long mirror and I just sat there on the floor and just spread my legs open and I was honestly shocked. I was like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this before. Like you go through years of your life and you have never even seen your vagina in that full force. It was honestly very confronting. I like I, I wasn't like, oh, yuck, but I was like, what what is this? I was just so confused. You know, you just have a a better look around. And I don't don't know. It was honestly a very strange thing for me to experience when, you know, I think boys, because they look down, they see it immediately. They see their penis right there. And I think that might like make them a little bit more easier in terms of masturbating and stuff like that they might be more comfortable in just like checking out what's there and I think for girls because you look down you can't really see what's going on you just don't really think about it obviously there are other reasons around why males you know masturbate earlier and I think that just comes with people probably talking more about sexual things like boys being more comfortable with that kind of stuff with their parents and, you know, older men being quite vulgar or open about, you know, having sex with chicks. So yeah, that was what my primary school and like childhood was around masturbation. When I got to high school, I went to all girls school And I remember even talking about maybe discharge with someone. It was one of my close friends. And she just said, oh, yuck, that's disgusting. I can't believe that you have that. I was ashamed again, completely like, why would I tell someone this such a personal thing that obviously no one else is experiencing. And that was the same that goes with masturbation The you know, the conversations that I would have with other people, you know, I think I learned at those times where I just probably take a step back, I might ask the question going, do you masturbate? But I think in general, I would kind of keep all that stuff to myself because I didn't want to put myself out there again and feel embarrassed and ashamed. So it was pretty interesting though, because a lot of people when I would asked them, it was like, no way I would, I would never do that. That's for boys. Boys are the only ones that do it. And it even kind of happens. So that was like late high school, early high school as well. But, but even as I had left school and I met all these new people. I had different groups of friends and stuff like that. I, you know, was friends with males and whatever. It was just interesting because there still was this massive, like, stigma around females not being able to talk about it. And it's uncomfortable for them to talk about it because it's not ladylike or, you know, we shouldn't really be opening up about it. Maybe people are confused of how often people, other females do it or how frequently, you know, it it's just, I think there's a lot of confusion and you don't want to put yourself out there because you don't want to get shot down and look like the only one out there that's doing this sexual act. But I found for myself that I just continued to do it. You know, obviously I didn't, I didn't have sexual toys back then, but I was just using, you know, my own fingers and just doing what I enjoyed doing. I started having sex as well when I'd left high school. I think I was I was just 18 and I lost my virginity. It was actually a very easy experience for me. I was just friends with one of the guys. I wasn't super close with him at a party, went back to his house and had sex. And I remember him saying to me, I was on top for the first time. Like I just immediately got on top. I had all this confidence in me. I loved it. And I went on top and the guy, you know, he was thrusting a little bit and then he goes, wait, are you a virgin? And I was like, yeah, I am. Why is that? And he, he said to me, he goes, oh, I've made this bet with my friends that it would never take someone's virginity. So I me being naked on top of him being, you know, my first time, I was kind of like, cheers, man. But I just said to him, okay, well, do you want me to get off or what, what's going on here? And he was like, nah, it's fine. You're hot. You know, lame experience, but it was a good one compared to a lot of people. I think that you know, I've spoken to about losing their virginities, whether it was just like a, a horrible person that they did it with, it was super embarrassing, or they got made fun of afterwards. You know, there's a lot of horrible, um, like stories out there about people's first time, and obviously not just first time. But yeah, the pain for me as well, for my first time, it wasn't really there. I remember him saying like, oh, like, do you want me to stop or like slow down or whatever? And I was like, no, keep going. Like, I was just, I was loving it. Like I had a tiny bit of blood, but it wasn't much. I was just honestly really enjoying my time and I felt very empowered. But anyway, going back on masturbation, I think, yeah, the conversations had been not really present in my life and I became a lot more confident in my own sexuality and, what i would do with myself and i i would just say it to people because why should i feel embarrassed of something that males do so openly all the time like every day you hear it, you know oh, i do one in the morning i do one at night people do it more times than that some people do it obviously less but it's just interesting of how comfortable it is for males to talk about that stuff. You know, you'd see males whip out their dicks when they're in like primary school. So you, uh, we've always been so easy to, you know, there's no judgment around males in the, their sexual preferences and and their sexuality and all that. But when it comes to females, it's such a secretive thing, even amongst women. So For me, I, yeah, I just talk about it with people so openly. And I think when I start to do that, I've noticed a lot of change within the people around me over the years from, you know, when I first started openly talking about it till now, a lot of my friends have started to open up about more sexual things, say that they, you know, they do masturbate as like a base thing or even, you know, they've explored more with like toys so, yeah, I I think it has changed a fair bit, but I think allowing that space for your friends when you feel or anyone around you, when you are confident in yourself and you feel comfortable enough to talk about those things, I think other people will start feeling the same comfortability in able to express themselves and open up more. So I ended up having a boyfriend for like three years and I think when I broke up with him about be like over two years ago now, I got out of the relationship and I was just like the horniest person. I was just, what am I going to do? So I went to sexy land and I bought this tiny little vibrator. I think it was like a bullet. And I went home and I used it and it got me super aroused, but that was it. I just couldn't release that energy anywhere because it was this stupid little thing. I was like, what a fucking bore. Why did I choose this small thing when I knew it just wouldn't do anything? Because I guess I never really like fingered myself that like hectically when I would masturbate. It was just more about like getting myself aroused and like playing around down there. I, I never really was like hectically like fingering myself. But once I put that in, I was like, damn it, like, why did I do this? So I rushed back to Sexyland. I think, you know, it was not even that long after. It would have been like a week after, if anything. And I got this, I remember just going around sexy land and trying all these different vibrations and like obviously in my hand and just trying it out and asking the woman what she thinks like, you know, that worked there, what what brands are good, what like the, the outside of it. Like I find silicon is the best. It just feels the most real and it doesn't hurt you. Like, I don't understand why anyone would get the plastic ones, but Hey, everyone has their own preferences. So I ended up getting this one. I think it's kind of a Jack rabbit situation. It's got a clit tickler is what I call it. (laughs) Not really sure what it's called, but it vibrates with the whole, um, with the whole uh, vibrator. And it has different settings. It has rotating balls in it. So it's honestly amazing. It's my favorite thing in this world, I feel. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when I went home and used it, I was honestly just like, I've never experienced something like this before. You know, it's, it's completely different from having sex because you're the one in control. So I think when you have sex with other people, you kind of just go with the flow. Well, at least I do. You know, you see what the other person likes and you just kind of just roll with it. But when you're masturbating, it's you're in control. You're not going to do something to yourself that's average. You're just going to keep going and changing the settings, moving it around to make it feel the ultimate position that you can find. So, yeah, that was my first time in making myself properly come, which was an unreal feeling I was just I just kept going I remember (laughs) I'm pretty sure like once I got that it was like I didn't want to have a day off masturbating it was it was just like opened up this huge new world for me which I loved and I thought I think when I originally got that small one I think I was a little bit afraid in terms of will I like it too much? Will I not want to have sex? Or, you know, is that something that I even want to go down that pathway of like, getting all these vibrators? And, you know, I just I wasn't sure. And I think when I eventually did get one that I really loved, I now I've realized that it has nothing to do with Sex with other people. Like if anything, it has it. Ge- it makes me more interested in having sex with other people. It makes me more excited for it. But when I do it, I think it makes me feel more empowered because I'm in control. I've done this for me. I'm not relying on, you know, a male. Look, I I don't ha- I haven't had sex with a female yet, but but I'm just talking about male and female at the moment. That if. I have sex with other people, I feel like they're, I'm always like, oh, you're the god, you've made me feel that way. It's always in their power because they've made me feel that way. And even when, you know, you're, you're getting fingered or something like that, it's it's you, you're still kind of doing stuff with the other person. It doesn't always have to be that way. But I think with sex, it's always a connection thing and, you know, you're always focusing on the other person as well as yourself, but when you're masturbating, it's all on yourself. You're in control. You do what you want to do. So I found it quite interesting as well, because this guy that I was sleeping with, um, just casually for like off and on for a year, he was doing this position that made me squirt. I honestly was like, this is the best thing ever. So when he made me squirt, I was like, I have to try this with my vibrator. And I actually learned how to do it with my vibrator and that is the ultimate feeling. Once like once I've done that now, I'm I'm in the happiest mood. If you see me right after I've just masturbated, I'm probably going to be the nicest and fun person that I can be. It's just like the best feeling. I feel super sexy as well. I I don't know how, I, if anyone has squirted. I'm not just talking about squirting but masturbating in general, but if anyone has squirted, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. It makes you just feel like another feeling it I think it's just crazy of how long I've gone without doing that in my life but I've done it only with two other people first time I did it was in a threesome I'm not really sure what position I was in but I remember doing it in a threesome it was very relaxed but I was honestly confused of why what what just happened I remember, you know, we were just laughing it off, a lot of liquid came out of me because I think it was the first time doing it. And we just laid towels on the table, I mean, not the table, sorry, the bed, and we all just kind of just kept going and just having fun with it. So I'm glad that the first time that I did it, the people that I was um, having sex with made me feel super comfortable, but I definitely jumped on Google after that and looked it up. It's, It's not an uncommon thing for females to achieve, but I think a lot of people haven't done it in their life. And in, I, my personal opinion on this is based around not feeling comfortable. I think if you don't feel comfortable with the person you're having sex with, look, let's just say we're talking about having sex with someone and squirting in that not having, not being completely comfortable with the person or not being comfortable with your own sexuality and not being confident and feeling sexy in yourself. You're not going to be in that space to do that because if you, if someone gets you in this position, so for me, my position that I found, I've only found one position really works for me is when my legs are completely wide open and they're like penetrating me at the same time as they're like, like rubbing crazy on my clit because i the clit has like 8000 nerves in it so it's pretty crazy you can get a lot done with the clit but yeah it in that position it's made me squirt and i think it makes you it, you feel this kind of like you a feeling of that you want to pull away. It makes you feel a little bit squirmish. You kind of move around a fair bit. I even do that when I'm, you know, masturbating. And you, you move around a bit and you kinda of want to get out of it, but you obviously don't, because it feels good. And I think the uncomfortability around it is that, you know, it's it kind of feels like you might pee yourself. And I, I know that that is a huge issue for females, especially when you're not comfortable when it's in your relationship, a sexual partner or whatever. You don't want to pee yourself because that's embarrassing. But I'm telling you this, you're not going to pee yourself. And if you're honestly very worried about it, go to the toilet just before you have sex with someone. Get flush everything out because I'm telling you, it's not, it, you're not pissing yourself. But they have done, they haven't done a lot of studies around it. But I'm pretty sure what I've really looked into is they think it's a little bit of urine while it's, you know, other bodily fluids like cum. So don't feel embarrassed. And if you, you know, if you do end up squirting and you feel embarrassed about it or whatever, do who cares? I found a lot of people, a lot of guys are very turned on by squirting. Another thing about squirting is it does not shoot out. If you've watched too much porn, I don't know what is going on with porn, it's it doesn't shoot like a jet. It just it comes out just normally as cum. It's just a lot more. You'll definitely know if you do it, but I definitely recommend when you are with a sexual partner that you feel comfortable with to try it and I think it's the main thing is to feel sexy and confident before you go into it and just relax because as soon as you tense that moment that split second it just closes up and it's gone you can obviously try and get yourself back into that but then I think you know it's the whole mind game of getting back into that space and the person will have to obviously keep working at it and they might get bored of it if they're not a great sexual partner, I guess. And they're not that interested in keeping, um, keep on trying. So feeling sexy is a huge thing in masturbating and sex. And it's about, I think if you feel sexy within yourself, you're going to perform better as well in sex you're going to be more willing to try different positions. You're probably going to have more confidence to go on top because I know a lot of women feel uncomfortable with that. And I know I felt uncomfortable going on top. I know I said the first time I didn't, but that's because I was just like ready to go. And I was just super confident at the time. But over the years, I think I kind of, you know, dating my ex and stuff like that, I felt that I wasn't very sexy and attractive anymore. It just kind of like, beat me down with my own confidence. You know, the angle that you're on, you think that you look really fat or, you know, do I, do I have a double chin or what am I even doing? Am I moving right? And you're more in control, I guess, but being on top is probably another super empowering thing because you're in control of the situation. You can go slow, you can go fast, you're riding that person's dick or, you know, you're, you're in control. You can do whatever you want. So I think for feeling sexy, there's so many different ways to go about it. Masturbation is my number one of feeling empowered and sexy and self-assured and confident. But another thing that I find that's super helpful is buy lingerie. Like even if it's for yourself – um, and you, you don't have it for a specific person buy it for yourself and just dance around the house wearing it or take some hot pics just for you if you don't you know you don't feel confident or want to send nudes that's completely fine or like sexy pics just dance around yourself take pics for yourself and just check yourself out and just go yeah I look hot I look good in this you know and and boost your own confidence so that when you are with someone else, it, you know, you don't have this wishy-washy mind of going, like, doing everything that they want to do and you're falling into the trap of just making them always feel comfortable. You need to feel comfortable as well and you need to feel hot as well. And then there's things that you'll completely take charge in and you'll feel amazing. So another huge thing which I find interesting on this relation is being licked out and a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that and a lot of people don't like the feeling of it. And I think that also has to do with feeling comfortable with your own sexuality and letting that person just treat you all on your own without you doing anything for the other person. So once you get feeling sexy again, girls, I'm sure that you will be able to make yourself squirt and you'll love getting licked out as long as you're, you know, with a respectful person that you're sleeping with go for it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think it all has to do with preferences. You know, my, my toy that I have, my, um, vibrator, it's all about preference. Like I really enjoy that one and I'm sure many other people, you know, wouldn't enjoy that, but there was this clit vibrator. It's a, no, a clit simulator called the womanizer. And I remember so many females talking about it, saying, you know, how amazing it is and whatever. And I gave it a go. I bought it, I was super excited and I gave it a go and I hated it. It did not work for me at all. I didn't feel anything. I moved it around, went upside down, just like, you know, I didn't go upside down, but I was moving the thing upside down and around my whole clear. And I tried for ages and I was so frustrated because I was getting nothing out of it. This womanizer is kind of like it blows air and suctions at the same time. So, yeah, I think just give it a go. Go to Sexyland or whatever store that you, you know, can find stuff. There's plenty of different places. Love Honey Online is really good as well. So just try different things and see how you go. If you like vibration more, then stick to vibration stuff but there's all these different types of things, you know, obviously some people like dildos because they definitely still sell a lot of dildos in um sex shops. So go for it, I think and just find try different things out and see what works well for you. And yeah, I think a huge thing that made me feel more confident in having sex with other people was porn. So obviously, you know, you can watch porn for you know, masturbation and even if you want to watch it with a partner to get you more involved or try new things. But I watch it. I call it educational porn sometimes because Sometimes I just watch it and I'm not even like turned on or aroused. I just watch to see what people do in there. So you can learn like hot tips of like, oh, should I hold the balls while I'm like sucking someone's dick? And like, how can I deep throat like that? Well, what position am I going to, you know, sit in? You know, how do I go on top? What kind of motion am I going in? There's all these different things that I think that you can learn from just watching porn. I think the thing that you probably should watch out for is a lot of it is, you know, pushed to extremities and there are things in it that I'm not attracted to and I think a lot of males aren't attracted to because I remember maybe when I started watching porn more it was after a couple of times of me having sex. A lot of people, you know, in porn, they scream and they yell each other's names out and it just seems like very over the top. And I had sex with someone not that long. Oh, I used to do it as well. And then I realized it just was not really a turn on for people because it doesn't sound that authentic. But I was having sex with someone not that long ago and he was being very vocal. And I just remember like in the middle of it being like, does he actually not enjoy this? Like for, I, I'm confused because I don't, I don't see it being that amazing. I, and even if it is that amazing, I don't have those kind of sounds. I guess everyone is different. Some people like being more vocal and some people are turned on more by, you know, I guess, dirty talk and stuff like that. And I do enjoy dirty talk, I but I don't enjoy it, I guess, to that level of loudness. So I think you learn and you change and you figure out what most people like or what what you like. Like, I guess it's not all about pleasing the other person, but you know, you obviously still want to stay sexy in other people's eyes or else people aren't really going to come knocking at your door to have sex with you again, unless they love you, then they would do. Uh, They would wait around for you. So, um, yeah, I think it's super interesting as well to think about like when people are good at having sex, I think you can't really be that bad. Um, Obviously if you just lie there, I think that comes with, um, lack of confidence, but, Generally, I don't think people can be that bad. There's obviously bad situations and bad times and awkward things that happen. I've had my fair share of awkward situations with people. But I think it comes down to the um, the connection that you have with the person. You know, if the thing, if, if you're not one from the beginning, super aroused and not super into that person, you're not going to really feel it. If you're not going to, if you're not feeling sexy and confident, you're not going to be feeling it and getting more into it as well. It goes two ways. It's, it's a connection thing. It's not just like, oh yeah, I know that every little movement of what I should do to make it feel good. It, it's not just about, you know, the sex positions or the acts itself. It's about how you feel at that time. If you're tired or in a shitty mood, you know, you're not going to be fully Into it. If you completely black out drunk, or, you know, I hope to God you're not black out drunk, but, you know, if you completely out of your mind in you know completely different state it's going to be hard for you to perform well and it's going to be hard for you to connect with that person so when people ask me oh was that guy good at sex that you had had sex with last night I feel like I've changed my mind on that because I can't give an opinion anymore because that was one time you know people get better over a period of time when you sleep with them they figure out what you like to do what positions you like and what feels right for each other so I think judging someone off the first time you you've fuck them is not you know a, a good judging character and I think people need to feel a little bit more confident if you're going to be going around judging everyone on the first time you know it's not going to really help the situation I'm not saying don't discuss it with your friends because I definitely love discussing sex with my friends as me making this podcast I think there's definitely funny things to talk about and cool tricks that you can learn from other people and good positions and stuff so talking about sex is fine as long as you I guess don't completely put that person down and say oh they were horrible at doing things like there are certain things in that that might not have felt that great or you know there's guys that completely jab you with their fingers and think like they're trying to get their fingers right through your brain or something like that you know or people that are just like weirdly aggressive like I like being like people being aggressive but just like to the point that it's just like not the right spots to be aggressive, on. So it's, it's different, you know, like some people like different things. Some people like people biting their nipples to the point that they like bleed and other people don't like, there's just different things for me. I actually, when things are a little bit more aggressive and I don't know, a bit more intense in that kind of way. I like when people choke me, it doesn't matter, you know, if I'm in love with the person or not, I love being choked and I love being slapped. Um, so I remember this one time, actually, I was completely into this guy when I was younger. He was just very open about his sexuality and, like, sex and stuff like that. I think it was, like, made me really attracted to that person. And I remember having sex with him and thinking, oh, my God, he's going to be an absolute God in this because he's just, like, slept with so many people and stuff like that. Like, I was just so... I don't know. I felt so little childish. Like I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember having sex with him. He wasn't that great at having sex, but which was like, okay, well then obviously number doesn't affect how good you are at having sex. But I remember in it, he was choking me to the point he was just so focused on himself. You know, he was in like a different state as well. Like he was a little bit, um, fucked up, but he was choking me to the point that I, couldn't breathe any like I couldn't breathe at all and I passed out for like a split second and then he like let go and I you know got some more air into me and whatever for me luckily I actually enjoyed that but I think if you're going to be in that situation where you want to try to be a little bit more aggressive and stuff like that with a sexual partner I think you need to have a safe word don't make it don't because I'm sure a lot of people say don't stop when they actually mean keep going or go harder. So have a, a safe word that is just completely random or even just have a tap on the shoulder or something like that when, you know, you're not feeling comfortable. But it's, it's interesting to see like people that talk about, you know, liking different things and feeling like they want to explore more. I've had like this happen on two different occasions with, you know, guys that I was sleeping with. And I bought like a little whip and gag and cuffs. It was this cute little pink set that I got from Sexy Land. And I was just really keen to try it out. I want to, see, you know, see how far I want to go in terms of like BDSM stuff because I'm, I like being quite submissive, but I haven't even tried being dominant either, so... There's a lot of things that I want to explore. So I went to go explore it with these people because these two guys on separate occasions were like, Oh my god, that's so hot. Yeah, you should bring that over. And I was like, Are you sure? Because because I'm gonna have to bring a bag. And I ended up going over there. And the first guy that I brought it over with, who was the most keen out of both of them, I brought it over and we started, you know, playing around and getting into it. And I said, oh, do you want to use that stuff? You know, do you want to cuff me? And he just ignored me completely. And I was just confused of why he wanted me to bring this stuff over if he was just not going to use it. So then that happened also with the other guy. I ended up bringing it over and he just did the same thing. So I thought, you know what? I'm just not going to even make effort with these two in terms of that kind of stuff. If you're not into it, that's completely fine. Like if I sent them a photo or told them that I bought this stuff, they should have just said, that's cool. I'm not really interested in that. Don't tell me to bring it over if you're not ready to explore that with me. Or if you just don't feel like it at the time, voice up and say something. Just don't say nothing because it's just like, why would I even put in that time and energy into bringing this over for you to look like, I don't know, a macho man or a cool guy to have sex with? I don't think that makes you cool. I just thought it would be fun to explore with someone. So If you've got different preferences from the person that you're sleeping with, that's completely fine. But I think you need to be open and state it from the start of what you're comfortable with. And even if you've changed your mind when it comes to that given point in time, that's completely okay as well. But I think say it. Don't just ignore the situation because that person's just going to think you're an idiot. And it just doesn't look that awesome for you to just lie about the things that you're interested in. So yeah, that's what I think about masturbation and just fun, random things about sex and stuff like that. I hope you enjoyed this first podcast. I definitely enjoyed making it and hopefully there's some cool subjects coming up in the future. Thanks for listening. And I hope if you didn't enjoy it, you stop listening straight away because if you don't like it, don't listen. Thanks and see you next time.